to the Wealth Guardians Radio Program. I am Doug Ray, and welcome to 2017. I hope everybody had just a wonderful, relaxing holiday uh, season with uh, friends and family. And, you know, it really has been a very, very interesting couple of months. Uh, Here the Dow is just at the 20,000 mark, and just a few months ago it was almost 3,000 points less So what I'd like to do on this show today is I want to take a look at what happened in 2016, especially from the election forward, and then I want us to look at 2017, and I want to bring us back to reality because, quite honestly, this market is in pure honeymoon mode, Trump honeymoon mode. So let's see what happened because in that election, that election was was really very, very close. Um. In terms of the actual vote, um, the, it, we had basically 125 million people who voted on Election Day. That also means that 125 million people didn't vote. Now, if Hillary Clinton could have received just the same amount of votes that President Barack Obama received in his election, she'd have won Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan and Wisconsin, and the presidency. Now, this is going to also blow your mind, I think. Mitt Romney, in his election, received more votes when he ran than Donald Trump did. And the, the thing was, with, with Hillary, it, she was never quite able to convert that passionate Bernie Sanders voter over to her cause. You know, many of those folks, they didn't even turn out for the election, or they just voted for somebody else. So, you know, also... Hillary made some really terrible mistakes. I mean, she ignored her husband, uh, Bill Clinton, when he absolutely begged her to go up to the Rust Belt and campaign. I mean, she she didn't even campaign in Wisconsin. It, it, it's unbelievable, and she didn't even spend all the money in her in her um, in her campaign funds. If she'd have gotten just two hundred and fifty thousand more votes and out of those Rust Belt states, she'd have won, pure and simple, hands down. One more thing um, about this election. There's a lot of folks out there who claim that Hillary Clinton should be the president because she got about two million more of the popular vote. And they implore that our country needs to get rid of the Electoral College. You think we have a divided and ignored populace now. If you do away with the Electoral College... You haven't seen anything yet. I mean, our founders really, really knew what the heck they were doing when they put that in. And let me show you why. If you look at the popular vote, basically it's run by a handful of states, coastal states. New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Oregon, California, and to some extent, um, Nevada. That is it. I'm sure a lot of you have seen the map, the red and the blue states, um, where it's easily defined where all the red states are and the blue states are those coastal states that I just mentioned. But have you seen it when they do the red and the blue map as counties? Now, that is eye-opening because you really can see where the population centers are on, on those coasts. It's absolutely amazing. Well, you know, this whole period's been been quite amazing, to tell you the truth. 
Um, Donald Trump won the Electoral College, hands down, going away. And um, the market has been on a tear ever since, up about 3,000 points, as I said in the opening. Because, you know, to be honest with you, I think the market, I think this country, the people of this country are starved for good news. Good news in the way of getting back to less government, getting it out of our hair, letting us going go back to being Americans using our intellect and our free will and our ability to work and, you know, prosper based on what we can do for ourselves and our family. And that's what Donald Trump is basically talking about. This market is looking forward to less regulation. It's looking forward to tax reform. Uh, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. Number one, I've never cared for Donald Trump, never watched any of his shows, but I did vote for him because I believe he was the closest thing that we had to choose from to get us back to what we needed to do as as a country, to get this country back on on the right track. Now, if you just joined us today, we're talking about the election. We're talking about where we are uh, in this new year. And, you know, if, if you saved and invested for retirement and you realize there's gaping holes there in your plans to retire, well, you know, that's okay. You're not alone. I get it. You're busy. You know, the, the traffic going to work can be a, a nightmare at times. But that's exactly why we're introducing a new service for our listeners on this show today. Each week, I have reserved office hours to take your calls and answer questions about how you could pay fewer taxes on your IRA or 401k dollars, how and when you should claim your Social Security benefits, or what all your options are to generate income in this low interest rate environment. It doesn't matter what it is, we're here to help. So if you've got a question about anything related to your money, your retirement, investments, just call us. That number is 336-391-3409. 336-391-3409. You know, we're trying to make it easy and more convenient for you to take control of your money and investments in this new year. So call us, 336-391-3409. All right, so getting back to um, the election and and um, and Donald Trump's, um, I, I'm going to say, surprising, miraculous win, because honestly, I thought Hillary was going to going to win that election hands down. Um, the market's jazzed, no doubt about it. But I'm going to tell you something. It didn't matter who won that election. Nothing is going to change what is reality. And, um, you know, Rush Limbaugh likes to say he's the mayor of Realville. Well, I like to say I live in Realville, um, and we have to take a look at what we have here in 2017. And um, I know the Dow being where it is today uh, kind of masks a lot of stuff. I mean, let's take a look at it. In July of 2014, the Dow was at 18,000. The day before the election, the Dow was around 18,000. Donald Trump won the election, and on November the 29th, the Dow was around 19,100. This occurred in just three weeks. The Dow rose 6.3% in just three weeks. 
So, you know, by the way, the bond market, let's take a look at that. The bond market has actually been hit. If you look at the 10-year Treasury bond, it's over 2.5%. Prior to the election, back in the summertime, it was less than uh, 2%. It was in the 1% range. That's a big move in the bond market. And some are calling for the bond, the 10-year Treasury, uh, to go as high as uh, 4 or 5%. Now, folks, it's been since, the, the I think it was the summer of 2005 when we last saw a 10-year Treasury bond in, in that 5 and 6% range. All right. So basically, in, in, in three weeks' time, the bond market lost 5%. That's a pretty big, astonishing move. Now, why is all this happening, you say? Well, because what's being priced into both the stock market and the bond market is uh, Mr. Trump's policies. If he reduces taxes, if he uh, changes the Affordable Care Act into something more palatable, if he can do away with Dodd-Frank and these awful regulations, the economy will turn around. It will employ more people again. And you should see um, interest rates move up. That's a normal, healthy type market. But I said I live in Realville. And let's talk about Realville for a minute. Nothing about the election has changed what state of affairs this country and this world is in. And here's what I mean. The world faces the largest debt bubble ever. In the next few months, the United States is going to exceed $20 trillion in debt. Folks, that's larger than our gross domestic product, which is $18.5 trillion. Now, here's the scary part. Our $18.5 trillion is 25% of the whole world's $75 trillion GDP. Our debt is only 10% of the world's $200 trillion of debt. The rest of the world produces $56.5 trillion of goods and services and is $180 trillion in debt. Now, what do all of you think is going to happen? This world cannot service that kind of debt. The debt is also going to dramatically increase. It's going to go to 250 to $300 trillion in the next 5 to 10 years. And that's with little or no growth. Well, that debt bubble is here. It's hanging over our head like a you know, a a, a stormy summer cloud. And I'm telling you, we can't continue on in the manner that we have. Now, we got to take a break here in a minute. And when I get back from that break, I'm going to outline several more issues that we face. And i got to tell you, I'm concerned about them. Yeah, I'm happy Donald Trump's got some changes planned for us, but I just don't think that... um, His first couple of years are going to be easy, not by any stretch. I think Realville is going to come up and slap us all in the face here in the very near future. 
We'll be right back with more Wealth Guardians. Welcome back into the Wealth Guardians radio program. Today we've been talking about um, uh, the new year, uh, the election, the market, its uh, incredible rise, and um, 2017. And as I uh, went into the break, I was talking about um, we have to also look at this market in 2017 and be realistic about things. Yeah, everybody's happy right now. The market's up. It's uh, Trump honeymoon time. Um, but like I said, I live in Realville, and um, reality is there. And let's talk about a few of these realities. First, the Federal Reserve is raising interest rates. And remember, even talking about that causes the market to just go haywire. Is it going to happen? Will they finally cause the market to go haywire? Stand by. Let's look at corporate earnings. 478 out of the 500 S&P 500 companies use non-GAAP accounting to report earnings. The SEC is going to very soon require these companies to use GAAP measures. And GAAP is what we call the Generally Accepted Accounting Principles. That's what your CPA has to use when he does your tax return. So 478 of the S&P 500 companies currently do not use GAAP accounting, but they're going to have to. Now, when they do, that's going to reduce the company's earnings by 30 to 80%. What do you think is going to happen to stock prices then? If you think this market is overvalued now, like I do, I mean, all you have to do is look at the Cape Schiller uh, and and look at Dr. Schiller's uh, uh, work on valuations, and this is as overvalued a market as it's been in probably two or three other times in history. That's how overvalued it is. All right. Number three, Europe, the banking crisis. All right, let's talk about the the poor financials of one of the largest banks in the world, the largest bank in Europe, Deutsche Bank. This bank collapsing could take down the German economy, which could take down the entire European economy. Many analysts says that Deutsche Bank is a zombie bank. It it literally is absolutely bankrupt now, but they just... They just won't let it fail. Like I said, if they do, it's going to take down the entire German economy. All right, number four, the Chinese real estate bubble. We've talked about that many times on this show. Again, listen, folks, China has built 71 one million person cities in the last six years, and nobody lives there. They've sold many of the apartments to their own people as investments. What's going to happen when that disintegrates? China is a $10 trillion economy that's $40 trillion in debt. Huh. 
You want some more? Yeah, call me Dougie Downer today. <laughs> but listen, I said I live in Realville. All right, number five, Italy's bad loans. Every bank in Italy can be considered bankrupt, every single one of them. The oldest bank in the world is being bailed out as I'm talking to you right now. On December 4th, Italy has a vote that could lead them to the European Union exactly the same way Britain did. Many analysts believe it's only a matter of time before that whole EU situation is totally dissolved. So, how's that going to impact the world economy? Pause it for a minute. All righty. You ready for some more stuff? Number six. Our economy really has not recovered since 2007 and eight. You know, we haven't had uh, a 3% quarter of GDP growth. Oh, yeah, our stock market's recovered. I mean, it looks like everything's booming, but the economy hasn't. You know, we're not even averaging 2% GDP growth, and we think it's a phenomenal quarter when we occasionally hit a 3% number. That's not enough growth to deal with all the spending that's going to be required going forward. All right, seven, health care. We're about to see the Unaffordable Care Act. Well, they call it the Affordable Care Act. You know, I, I talk to you folks every day. You come in and you tell me, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe how much my insurance has gone up this year or how big a deductible I have just to get a, a, a premium that I can, you know, afford. It is something that is incredible. You know, Medicare and Medicaid – They've been turned upside down and inside out. And that's just going to create more uncertainty in the markets. Healthcare costs cannot continue to rise dramatically. You know, I actually, I had to go see the doctor the other day and um, I had to get an MRI. Nothing serious, but I had to get one. That MRI was over $3,400. And I told him, I said, you know, God's blessed me with with um, with a good good practice, and 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 I do do very well. And um, you know, I I can afford that. But I I look at, at what I pay for insurance and our deductible, and I'm thinking to myself, how do you, mom and pop America, do it? I just it's just unsustainable. Well, you know, I, there's a list of things right here that just, I, I think this is realville. By the way, if you're driving in the car and you're just hearing this and you would like to get a list of these, just email me, Doug at thewealthguardians.com, and I'll, I'll happily forward this list to you because I want you to think about this because it's going to slap us in the face and it's going to happen, I think, sooner rather than later. Well, if you just joined us, um, you're listening to the Wealth Guardian Show, and um, I've got a couple questions I want to ask you. Number one, what rate of return do you have to earn on your savings and investment dollars to be able to retire at your current standard of living and have your money last through your life expectancy? Number two, how much do you need to save on a monthly or annual basis to be able to retire at your current standard of living and have your money last to life expectancy. Number three, doing what you're currently doing, how long will it take you to work 
to be able to retire and live your current lifestyle till life expectancy. And four, if you don't do anything different than you're doing today, how much will you have to reduce your standard of living at retirement for your money to last to your life expectancy? Well, I can give you these answers in less than 10 minutes. When do you want to know? Give us a call at 336-391-3409, 336-391-3409, or go on to thewealthguardians.com. All right, let's talk about some more realville issues um, by now. Uh, we know that the retailers had a pretty bad Christmas, and I'm talking about the, you know, the, uh, the the box, the big box stores. Let's take a look at this commercial real estate, and if you understand how that segment of our economy works, uh, then you know those loans to build those big box stores, those malls, uh, never really get paid off. What happens is the borrower makes money from positive cash flow that they receive from from the rents. So have you driven around lately and looked at a lot of strip malls that have one or two or even three units empty? Have you gone into the big malls and see the reduced amounts of space that's being utilized? All of these loans for these malls and these strip malls were financed in 2006, 7, 8, and 9. They're set to renew in 2017, 18, and 19. Now, ask yourself this question. How many of those are going to appraise? How many are not going to qualify for refinancing? And if the downturn that I expect happens, and it happens quickly, then guess what? The banks are going to stop doing what they do best, which is make loans. They stop lending. In that sector, 5% is considered a catastrophe in defaults. It's predicted that over the next three years, listen to this, over the next three years, 40% of commercial real estate is going to default. Now, let's get into our auto companies, Ford, Chrysler, and General Motors. You know, They've had some good years, but they've been lending to super subprime, people who really can't afford to buy the vehicle. And they've been lending not at 60 months, but they've gone out to 72 and even 90 months. It's predicted that in the next couple of years that over 50% of those loans are going to default. Well, you know, I'm sorry if you think this show today has been depressing. I didn't mean it to be depressing. You know, one of the mottos that I've always had for this radio program is to tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear. And I think it's very important with all the um, uh, Trump honeymoon, the hoopla, and, and, and the good time feeling that we look at what we we're staring at what really is ahead of us. Like I said earlier in the program, it didn't matter who got elected, Hillary or Donald. We still have problems to deal with, and they are very big problems. 
And honestly, I hope and pray President-elect Trump can pull a rabbit out of a hat and steer us through this mess. Um, there is a chance, and I hope and pray that it happens. But again, you know, I have to be real and, and look at things in, um, in absolute terms because my job for my clients is to help steer them through um, what I think is going to be a tough few years ahead of us. Well, I want to thank you for listening uh, to the Wealth Guardian Show. We start a brand new year, and um, we look forward to bringing you more great information. I've got uh, several guests lined up for the coming new year. I'm going to have my friend Tim Wood back on uh, here very shortly. He's going to talk about his cycles work, and we've got a whole slew of good uh, good guests coming up for you. So uh, here's wishing you a wonderful, happy 2017. We'll see you next week.